Fabio Palma and I studied together at University La Sapienza in Rome about, <clears throat> yeah, 30 years ago. Fabio gave me the chance to nostalgically dive into the past. You'll hear about our studies in communication sciences, our first experience with internet and emails, the Erasmus Exchange program, and what networking meant back in the 90s when we didn't have social media or any apps. Fabio's academic background has helped him forge his professional skills in leadership, capacity building, networking, building partnerships and scouting talent. Fabio, you and I, we know each other since a long time. We studied communication sciences together. And then our paths, you know, took us to different ways, even different countries. I'm going to just very briefly look at your profile and see you were head of education and training programs of WWF. You've done capacity building for the European Commission. You have been for a few years uh, a consultant, a freelance in communication and business development. Then you entered IED, became a general director, executive officer and a global partnership manager. And today you're head of talent and partnership at the Character. Collective. So what is the common thread since the days that you studied to where you are today? Not an easy question. <laughs> Not an easy question. First of all, thanks a lot, Laura, and good morning. Thanks a lot for inviting me uh, to this nice conversation that is very more special because <laughs> of our connection. Uh, we, we know each other. We studied together. So it's, it's fantastic after more or less. 30 years. 30 Next years. Year will be 30 <laughs> wow. years that we started studying together in communication science at Universidad La Sapienza in Rome. So it's a special moment, uh, absolutely. So thanks a lot. It's very good question. I I would say that our, the, 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 the common trend uh, along all my professional experience has been connecting people, projects, and experiences that I call it in one word, networking. So I define, it my, I define myself sort of networker uh, with, the, with a special focus. I tried all along my career, along my professional experience, always to be connected with the impact of what we have been doing in the sense that I try always to have an impact in terms of on people, Mm -hmm. on the environment and on society, from my small portion of mm -hmm. action possible, of course. <laughs> Great. And um, how did communication sciences help you through your career? A lot, in the sense that especially the organization and the, and the educational framework of the communication science school in the University La, La, La Sapienza uh, was based on a very broad knowledges in terms of broad um, cultural aspect going from sociology, technology, law, communication, of course. I think that communication science gives two things, basically. The capacity of understanding of, 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 or having a good lecture of the reality. Mm -hmm. And we are not technician, te technical specialists in communication. Uh, but Communication science gives us the, the, uh, a vision, I think, and uh, a multi-layer approach to problems. 
and mm-hmm. these uh, these these special I, I realized that after not during because during mm-hmm. the 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 part the part during the the studies is not completely clear but at the end when you start really uh, your professional career you really realize that you have a lot of tools in terms of intellectual and cultural tools to analyze and find in a sort of lateral thinking capacity the several solutions that there are for the several problems that you face in, yeah. uh, in, your, in your professional career. Yeah. No, that's um, exactly also my my feel to to the studies that I've done, and um, and I remember you were really good at drawing, and uh, you were doing sketches also for a student organization, and uh, has that influenced your next steps in your professional life? Yes, yes. Thanks. Very well. Remember, yeah, I have always been by by my own. A drawer, or we can say a, a, a satirical cartoonist, basically what I have mm-hmm. been, I have been done most, the most. Illustrator as well is something that I always have been done, and that I, I am still doing. So it's something that I absolutely love to do. Uh, helped me a lot. Yeah, give me the opportunity to be connected with a creative environment, and for sure, open me the the, the possibility to know the. European, the European Institute of Design, that that where I develop a big portion of my of my career, and of course, uh, that was the connector between me and uh, and and the institute for for, for sure. And I also want to remember your your launchpad in um, in Spain was actually the fact that you did your Erasmus here in uh, in Spain. So the the exactly. exchange program that um, allows European students to exchange universities for I believe it was either six months or twelve months, and um, it, this is something beautiful because it allowed you to do studies in I believe in Barcelona, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, Erasmus experience. Is something that I would really recommend to all university students, or mm-hmm. we can say Erasmus of this kind of exchange experience. That is is something that also is not helping all individuals. But I really think, I really believe that this kind of experience, this kind of program promoted by European Union, but also by university, helped a lot and are helping to build on the European spirit. So mm-hmm. if there is, is there is something where the European spirit, the European citizenship, we can say, has to be is has to be thankful to is the this kind of programs. And for me, it was one of the milestone of my personal and professional career because I the I I I, I stayed one year, so the longest option in yeah. Salamanca. In Salamanca. So ah, okay. yeah, yeah. So the west northwest of Spain, the heart of Castilla, the most traditional part of Spanish Spanish region, mm-hmm. uh, and it was absolutely change making uh, for to me. Not only for for the option that give to me to learn Spanish, but also to change completely my vision, my approach. It was really the first time. It was in '96. Uh, when I was exposed to several different cultures at the same time. And so from the professional, from the educational point of view, but especially from the human point of view, I think that it, it has been the most important, one of the most important experience that I have done. 
Mm. And also, I because we are now a bit of an older generation, which sounds really yeah. weird, you know, in our mid 40s to end 40s. Uh, but back then, there were no social media. There was hardly internet already. So when you were abroad or elsewhere or in a different university, that's all you could you, you basically were doing. You didn't have a connection to your friends back home or to the whole world. There was no app that would allow us to divert. So you, you, you really had to make friends there, exchange with them and, you know, maybe do sports or whatever. And so it, it's very it really something that maybe I wish the younger generation of today could have experienced because it was a really different, you know, we probably maybe had cell phones by then right <laughs> yeah yeah maybe it sounds a bit a bit a, a, a sort of a sort of uh, elderly consideration <laughs> eh? uh, but it was it what just only 20 20 more 25 years ago that's yeah. it's a lot in terms of technological development but absolutely, I think that in, in that moment, without social media, internet was absolutely at the really beginning. It's very funny because I remember that when I was there in Salamanca, I remember that in that exactly moment, I opened my first uh, email address. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, because I, I, Salamanca was a very international meeting point, we can say, because a lot of students coming from all over the world, coming there, going to Salamanca, learning Spanish and doing Erasmus is one of the most old, old uh, the oldest university in the in the in the world, and with with a lot of several several international students, so there were there uh, some internet cafe that was something <laughs> yes. absolutely new to me because uh, even in Rome, this kind of opportunity shops of of, of technological point uh, were not common at the moment. So mm. I opened my first email address there, but <laughs> I didn't have nobody to write to. <laughs> Just an email. <laughs> And I was not able, even able to do something like, like that. So exactly, as you were saying, it was that the, the only way to make connection was to meet people. Uh, the university uh, uh, was the really the agora where students may meet and, of course, having also fun. But I think that in that period, we had this great opportunity that now technology and social media are helping a lot to keep the connection. But mm. to build new ones, real ones, I think it's a bit harder uh, than in the past because mm. in that period, the only option was really to make a big effort to learn a new language, to meet people, to open again. I always say that for me, it was an experience very close to like to, to a reborn, uh, to be mm -hmm. born again because I I didn't, I, I did not, nobody there, I, I even, I didn't speak speak probably the language, Spanish. My Spanish was really, really, really basic in that mm. moment. So I did to invent, I had to invent me from zero again. And it's fantastic and, and hard experience to know yourself much better. And you had that same experience a second time when you moved to Brazil. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I was like... I think I am addicted <laughs> to this kind, <laughs> to this kind of, of, of experience because when you move to a new country, and you know that because you change it quite a lot as well, it's, it's, it's a challenge for sure. And also, also moving to, 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 to Brazil, it was a different because the first one was a, in, a, my, in the middle of my education, high educational experience. 
So moving to Brazil was exactly in the middle. I can say from from looking looking behind that it was the change making the the the, the moving to to Brazil of my professional life it was the very extremely challenging moment of my life because it was not just changing or moving to a different not just a country in Europe but a different continent but also was a big challenge in professional terms because I was called in that period to set up from zero a new branch of the European Design, the European Institute of Design in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, when I step, let's say, stepping back uh, to, into becoming, you know, director of the, a new branch, what brought you there? Like, what were your first steps into getting a job, job first of all, and then to becoming really an expert in uh, uh, leadership, in uh, talent uh, acquisition as well, capacity building and, and networking, which is what you do today as a networker. Exactly, exactly. I think I really started to be a networker exactly there in Brazil, mm. uh, but I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> but now we can, I can really, I can really say, I can really say that I started there because the big, there are two considerations to that, that, that I like to do. First of all, uh, that became a director was a mix of opportunity mm. and also of effort. I mean, I mean, there was a willing from my side to grow inside the organization, but also, and that is why I was saying before, the communication side gave us a sort of a special ability, a special skill to read the reality, to read the opportunities. Because in that period, it was exactly, we are talking about 2009, 2010, in Europe, starting a very big, I mean, one of the biggest financial and social and economic crisis that we have been living yeah. in the last in the last years, and and so here in Spain was especially hard, and so that's for me. In that moment, it was more or less in alert mode, because my feeling was that. To stay here, to stay in Europe, was not the best solution, and that's mm. why it was sort of. I I, I, I was an alert and understanding the real the, the, the opportunity to move uh, in a different to, to, to move abroad, and and I felt that it was the real the good moment to do so. So that's why the the the, the effort and the, and the active uh, attitude, but also. I mean, there is a component that is sort of, we can say, lack of faith, we can say, that helped me in that period uh, in moving to Brazil because the organization, the European Design Institute, was wondering, opening a new branch there in Brazil. So, so this connection of opportunity and effort and active mode, we can say, helped me in that moment to move to, to, to Rio de Janeiro exactly. And the big effort, first of all, uh, because my main responsibility there was to build from zero. When I say from zero, it's searching the right people, making the right connection, what I call the, to do a stakeholder assessment, development, and, and keeping alive the relationship. So this, I think, this, this need to understand, to, to learn from the environment, to study mm. the environment, to meet new the people, to make relations at all level, media, uh, local, the global government, federal government, and as you say, uh, you said before, search for the right talent to build up the team 
was an extremely huge challenge that resuming we can we I can, I, that, that's why I I use the term networking or, or, or and and I consider myself a networker because it's basically not just making relationship but my but making relationship keep relationships in looking for in, according to a, a strategy that you have to build. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so what what does you know, in hindsight, looking back, what were the skills that you must have in order to be a networker? Basically, curiosity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, there are, there are. I think there are hard skills and soft skills eh? to be, yeah. to be, to try, trying to be a, a, a more, more strategic no? in my, in my, uh, in my thinking. The some soft skills. In some cases, are natural. I mean, they're very related with your personality. But basically, the, I think first of all, listening. Mm-hmm. The the ability of listening, listening, not just listen people, uh, but to pay attention what people say, to pay attention what the environment is saying to you, mm-hmm. the social environment, the political environment. Try to be very very aligned with informations, uh, with information, with very aligned with what is going on in that environment at local and global level is absolutely important to take the right decisions. So to be to be informed, to be aligned, to be aware of the of the of the social trends, of the political trends, of the political situation, especially in a new environment, in, especially in the case when you are moving in a new in a new country, in a new continent, or just you are changing you you your job. So you you are, for example, a new company, a new organization is like it's exactly the same that being in a new country. So you have you have to be to pay a lot of active listening. That is first of all that inside the the, the soft skill, I think, is the most important. And as hard skills, I, I would say the ability to set up a strategy, mm-hmm. flexible enough to change according to the, to the new challenge and the different, uh, the different efforts you, have, you, you are calling to be, to be solved. Eh? If I have to, re, to, to resume in two, the most important thing is listening ability, listening skill, and uh, strategic thinking. I think that are the, the best that you need to have to be a good networker in understanding networking as this long process uh, of building not just personal relations, that at the end of the story are, are relations between people, between, uh, between individuals, but especially remembering always that you are representing an organization. So mm. that being, a, being a networker from the professional point of view is connect your organization, the organization where you are part of, with the environment. And when I say environment, I mean all the stakeholders. And it's very important really to understand what are the, the, the important stakeholders, the positive, the opposite stakeholder, and the stakeholder that can help you, and the stakeholder that you have to be aware of. A big step that uh, took you to different countries, actually, when you started a brand new uh, branch of the Instituto Europeo de Design in Rio de Janeiro. Can you tell me what you were, what you were doing there on a day-to-day basis over there? Yeah, it was completely different from what I was was I was I've been doing before, because first of all, when I moved to Rio, I did to build up my the team, the the close team of 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 
colleagues and uh, uh, starting from marketing, uh, communication, uh, of course, the educational theme, uh, talking because, I mean, uh, first of all, it was a school, uh, but also logistic, uh, also all the, the key functions were needed in that moment. So my first challenge was to find the right people mm-hmm. to work with me, to be to start to develop the the first ideas and the strategy and the, a budget and the, uh, that that and basically at the same time carrying on refurbishing physically the place uh, that was fantastic place was an old casino on the on the feet of the sugar loaf so mm-hmm. very a wonderful place in Rio de, de, de Janeiro but in an old building that needed to be refurbishing and rebuilt and uh, reshaped reshaped from 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 zero basically and at the same time i needed to to shape to craft the group of people that that need to work with me at the beginning. So there, there was the big, two big challenge that mean build up the place where develop mm-hmm. the school and build up the, the group of people to run the school itself. And starting from there, the next challenges, uh, most important one was to build relationship with uh, basic, first of all, media, local institutions in terms of local municipality, in terms of state government, in terms of local media that in Brazil are very, very strong in terms of influence. And because, first of all, we needed to spread not just the the, the features of the brand, uh, but also our project, uh, because the idea was to develop a new kind of school, a new kind of university in a country that, as I was saying before, uh, where creativity, design, we, we, we can say, are very, very important. So it was a this sort of three-layer of challenging, of very practical one, to refurbishing a place, to, 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 to find the right people. That's why the talents searching, and, and it was very, very important at that moment, and very challenging, because uh, we are talking about 2010, so not a big development of social media like LinkedIn, so not easy to find uh, easily uh, the right talent, right people. That's why the ability of developing a network was absolutely vital, absolutely, absolutely important in that period. And the third mm-hmm. layer, to build up relationship with uh, with stakeholders, basically, I would say, media, uh, local governments, and also other, other universities, both private and publics. I want to use that uh, experience that you had to quickly, because we're running out of time, talk about the um, your job as a head of talent and partnership at the Cara Collective. So after more than 20 years of experience, what do you do today at the Cara Collective? And how do you do it? I am so grateful to Cara Collective because they really, when they offered uh, friends the colleagues of Cara Collective offered me the possibility to, to, to join the Cara Collective, they opened my eyes uh, to 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 this profession between brackets of of being a networker and really kind of collectively helped me to understand that I do 
the best. They would do better. I mean, it's something that they do very well, I think. Oh, I'm trying to do well. That is making to find the right people, the right project for the right organization. Resuming in one sentence is that mm -hmm. and Caro Collective, that is a very special place to work in because it's a new kind of organization, very aligned with the contemporary moment that we are living because it's not a common communication and design agency is a distributed organization where people that are collaborating are working for a collective or living their life, their personal life, wherever they want in the world. So we are distributed in all the world. We are we set and try to set and develop the right solution in terms of creativity, in terms of the design, advertising, communication for the big, a huge range of different clients, uh, private institutions, uh, big company and brands, but exactly with, with a, a clear vision that everything has to be done respecting the work-life balance of people they are working of collaborators they are working. And uh, it's not easy, it's not common to be part of an organization that uh, take very seriously his vision and his mission and his values. And Caro Collective is exactly that, so I'm feeling absolutely lucky in, in be part of this organization. And especially thankful because they, they, they find in myself this special skill or ability to be a networker and exactly what I have, uh, I do for Caro Collective as the head of talent and partnerships. Uh, I help the organization to find the right people and mm -hmm. the right organizations for the projects uh, that we, we run and develop. So I am especially happy in this moment of my professional life because the organization helped me a lot to find myself. Thank you for sharing your experience uh, from communication sciences to uh, networker and, and talent uh, scouter and the partnership finder. Uh, it's, it's really um, very interesting and it could inspire the young generation of today to, to, to look at maybe their studies in a, in a way as a levy, you know, as a means to an end. And th that end may not be clear today, like it was not maybe clear to you back then. But everything kind of has a, has a meaning towards, towards that end in one way or another. So thanks a lot for participating, Fabio. Thanks a lot, Laura, for this opportunity. And I'd like to finish with this great word that you use that is meaning. It's very important, independently of what we do, uh, that we always uh, look for the meaning or in what we do. Uh, the meaning of life uh, is absolutely related what, to what we do uh, in our professional life. So, 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 so you, you, I think that The, the searching for for a meaning in sense of 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 plenitude in sense of to be connected with our values in 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 our professional life is absolutely the line that we have all of us we should we should we should follow so thanks again thanks again for this big opportunity do you have a story to share where the beginning of your career didn't quite make sense until later in your life then write me at jobtalespodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs>